The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk on this Monday. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. We're going to talk sports for the next hour. Local sports mainly. 615-893-1450. I about gave my cell phone number, Jeff. Don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody might call. <laughs> you doing all right? Yes, sir. Let's let's start with the, uh, a couple of people that have passed to their great reward uh, that, that are very significant to me. Let's let's start with Bill Russell. Uh, passed away, the great center for the Boston Celtics. That To me, he just about symbolized that golden age, for me, a golden age of NBA basketball. Back when the Celtics were dominant, Red Auerbach was lighting up cigars in Boston Garden. And Bill Russell was swatting basketballs up into the stands. A tremendous player uh, at a time when the center, the Will Chamberlains of the world, the Willis Reeds of the world, were the dominant part of NBA basketball. That's not true really anymore. But anyway, uh, great human being in my in my view. I agree, and you're right about the decline of the center. Uh, of course, basketball does that. It, you know, all sports do that. I mean, they they change, they 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 rotate. Uh, they recycle sometimes, some you know. And in basketball, if you be the if you were going to win a championship, you're probably going to have to have a, a dominant center, certainly one that was very very good. Uh, and and Russell was um, one of the very best um, teammates and just a terrific passer. Could score if needed, you know. I don't know what he averaged for his career, but. You know, Ten to twenty points was the average. Not a lot for a center, really. Yeah, yeah. But his rebounds were—I mean, he got you the possession of the ball all the time. Defensive center that rebounded well and um, played hard. Uh, yes, he was not the dominant scorer. Will Chamberlain was that, but I'm not sure Will to Stilt was quite the defender that uh, Russell was. Uh, thinking through, uh, I'll take off my cuff here. Lou Alcindor, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the, the the best to play in in the post area. I, it, was it Bill Russell? Was it Chamberlain? Who who would it would it be? Gosh, I I I don't I don't know. I guess I guess I would take I would take Russell. I, I guess you know. I, uh, but it depends on who your teammates are. Sure. I mean, Russell was surrounded by superstars, uh, and certainly stars. Um, uh, so was so was Shaq, so was uh, and not so much Chamberlain, although he had some, but not as many. Al Cinder, um, uh, Jabbar uh, was surrounded by really good players. So 
And, and there, there are others, too, I guess. But those are the four. Shaq would have to be one of them. Yeah, big old boy. Yeah, you couldn't do much with him. <laughs> and Shaq is still getting along pretty well on the TV world, uh, being, a, being a schmo. Yeah. A very smart schmo, making lots of money, for sure. Yeah. You, 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 couldn't, get, you couldn't get close to him. He's such a big guy, uh, uh, seven foot or whatever it was, and, and, and heavy, uh, which he carried very well. But, I mean, you stand next to him, but you still, you, you just couldn't do much with a guy. Jeff, I mean. he's one of those guys, if you were 15 feet away from him, he, you wouldn't think he's that tall until you get close right. to him because, because you said he's got that athletic build as opposed to Jabbar, who was kind of a stick kind of a guy. You know, he kind of looked a little taller at that particular point in time. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the, 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 the time that I grew up um, – NBA was not the sport that it is today. It was not near as popular as it became later. Uh, it's declined really a little bit in, in recent years sometimes. But the Celtics, uh, and there, there'd be a game on every week. And um, a lot of the times it's kind of like the Yankees. You know, it was whoever the Celtics were playing. Yeah. They have the Celtics on and whoever they were playing. I was thinking exactly the same thing. Uh, and um, and the, the league itself – was an Eastern League. It was not, you know, there there were no there was no San Francisco Warriors. There were no Lakers. There was a Lakers, all right, but they were in Minnesota. Um, and but you know, they, they were Boston and the Knicks and Philadelphia were all in the same division. And boy, that was brutal, brutal. <laughs> Which meant, of course, Chamberlain was with Philadelphia. And part of part of the uh, I think the mystique, Jeff, or us was the fact that NBA games were not on very often. Right. Rarely were they on. So when one came on, and you're right, it was either the Celtics and somebody else, um, and just like on Saturday baseball. It was the Yankees and somebody else typically, even though we get that a lot now. The Yankees and Red Sox, I think, play 87 games <laughs> each year. The, uh, the, the Celtics and, uh, and the, the announcer who was uh, really good, Chris Schenkel was the announcer, and he did all the games, but all the games were won on TV at least – nationally yes and it was usually a sunday afternoon uh, that's that's when they played um and a lot of times it was the celtics because of course the nation liked the celtics i mean it was they were just loaded with just really good players i mean i was just i was remember as, as a young man and when they when they substituted at guard, which they usually did about the middle of the second quarter for about seven or eight minutes, they put in Sam Jones and KC Jones, mm -hmm. who could have started for anybody in the league, <laughs> but they were the backup guards. Sure. I mean, you had Kuzio and Bill Sharman and oh my goodness, Tom Heinsohn and just on and on, great players. The second. Person, of course, is Vince Scully, the uh, long-time, long-time, long-time voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Jeff, uh, 50, what, 55? Is that right? Something like, something in that neighborhood, years? Uh, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I may be short a little bit. And, and much of that, if not most of that, Jeff, he did solo. That's right. He rarely had a color man. He did in TV broadcasting. We always had somebody with him. But when he did the Dodger games, he typically did them by, by himself. Which, as you and I both know, that's really hard to do. Baseball, in particular, three and a half hours worth of that. Uh, you're, you're shaking your head. You know exactly what I, yes, that's I like. Yes, I do. I asked Chip Walters one time, I said, Chip, 
how do you come up with all this stuff to talk about? <laughs> it's just you. And, and and he had an answer, and he was he was right. And I don't know if you know if everybody follows it even here at this station. I don't have any idea. But he said, well, you need to make sure you know the coaches, you know the players, you know their history and things of that nature, and you've got some things to talk about. But, uh, of course, Scully started in Brooklyn with the old Dodgers in the – and I'm not sure of the year, but it was in the early 50s. And uh, and when they moved to Los Angeles, he went with them, and, um, which was in, the, I think, 58, I think, 57 or 58. And uh, and he announced until regular, regularly, until about 10 years ago, wasn't it? I, mean, I think it's more recent than that. And he, he uh, but, did some home games and didn't go yeah, on the road yeah, with yeah, them yeah. some. Um, and he had a... Terrific voice, obviously loved the Dodgers, uh, uh, he, but he could mix in literature and poetry and the weather and, and just all kinds of ways to describe something. Uh, and he was just very good, very good at his job. He could describe a cardboard box and, and people would appreciate uh, what he was doing. Uh, you mentioned uh, all these things. Talk about part of Ben Scully's mystique, I think, was a lot of times he didn't talk. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot's been made about, I think, the Kirk Gibson home run, that once he hit the home run and made the call, I can't believe what I just saw. No, that was Jack Buck, though, wasn't it? That was Jack Buck. But uh, anyway, that, that he went for a minute or a minute and a half. Didn't say a word. Right. Just and that's considered genius. And, and most of us just not capable of that. You know, we sit there thinking, right. they think I've gone to sleep. I, I better say something to let them know I'm not. But Vince Scully could do it and do it well. I remember watching them one Saturday afternoon, and Kurt Gowdy was doing the broadcast, and I, I was never a Kurt Gowdy fan particularly. He was all right, I guess. But he was maybe our best-known announcer at that time. At that time, yes. On the national broadcast. And some guy hit a home run for the other team, and Gowdy never shut up. He just kept talking about something else. He never even acknowledged the home run. And I thought, <laughs> gosh, man, at least watch the game. <laughs> but Scully watched the game. Clearly he did. And uh, the Dodgers had a lot of success, so he had a lot of good things to talk about. And even he acknowledged that it was just a good idea to just shut up sometimes. And I think he's definitely right about that. Even in the game of broadcasting, there's more than one way to skin a cat to be very successful. Harry Carey was one of the most beloved announcers ever in, in baseball. And you talk about two guys doing it a different way. Ben Scully and Harry Carey were two completely opposite, polar opposite announcers in both Dearly loved. Well, not by me. They weren't both. <laughs> I didn't particularly care for Harry Carey. Well, across the board, but yeah. he, he was clearly a, a iconic voice. Entertaining, very entertaining guy, or at least for some people thought so, at least. And in this this singing, take me out to the ball game with the crowd, it became part of the show. And uh, it, there's nothing wrong with any of that. If you like that, then okay. And if you don't, turn the sound down. I mean, you know, okay. Well, obviously it wasn't for everybody because he was in, what, three or four different ballparks uh, with teams uh, in his career. So where Scully went through and went through and went through and didn't turn ruffle any feathers, Harry Carey obviously did have a few feathers uh, that he ruffled along the way. He, he, he did. I, I know we got a phone call here, but he I, I'll tell you something. He did one night, uh, and I, I, I listened to it, but on, on tape, it – 
I don't. I, I think it was the bottom of the ninth, and the Cardinals. He was with the Cardinals at that time, mm-hmm. and um, and the, the winning run or the tying runs were on something a big big moment, and Ken Boyer came to the plate, and and he announced all that, and he said, "We'll, we'll just pause now and take a break," and he. <laughs> He didn't like Ken Boyer. <laughs> now, whether Ken Boyer homered or grounded back to the pitcher, I have no idea. But he, he just, he, we didn't get to find out until later. <laughs> uh, let's go to our phone call and uh, see what's going on, right? Go ahead. What's going on, Tim? How you doing? Well, I'm curious what you got on your mind. Well, you were talking about Bill Russell. You guys said they, they were loaded. You talking about Cousy and Havlicek and you know, Sam Jones, KC Jones. I mean, they were their second five probably could have won a championship. Are you really that old? No, I'm not that old. Okay. I, remember, I am. I remember all the lighting the cigars up. So I've, I've watched enough documentaries and, and things. They went through their down period. The NBA was so bad, guys, in the late 70s. I remember growing up in the late 70s, watching, watching in 78, watching Seattle and Washington playing the finals. And next year they played. It was so bad. The NBA finals games were on tape delay. Y'all know y'all, y'all you remember that. I do. It, it was so bad that they, they, they didn't even have them live. They, they played them next, either the next day or later that day or something. They played them. It was, it was that bad before before they drafted, before Bird and Magic got in the league in, in 79 or 80. We were up there for a year was in the league. And it just took off after that. But uh, that, that that's how, that's part of my first introduction to the NBA, watching Washington, Seattle play in the in back-to-back finals when Wes Unsell played and Jack Zickman and those guys played. Mm-hmm. You know, downtown Freddie Brown and all that, that's, that's probably my introduction to NBA basketball. I mean, and then, of course, like I said, it's taken off now. It's a worldwide game. It's, you know, everything that does all, all that now. But, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, he, I mean, Rear Russell was definitely, I mean, if he's not if he's not the greatest center of all time, he's definitely Yeah, he's, he's clearly in the conversation for sure. I mean, you know, I mean, 11 championships, nine of them, I think nine of them was a player, two of them was a coach. I mean, I mean, he's the first African-American coach in pro sports. I mean, when when, when Red Arbuck stepped down, he named him coach. How much good did that, did that take? Well, I think we probably could almost say that Bill Russell was coaching while he was – Arbuck was on the bench and Russell was coaching on the floor, Bill. <laughs> well, I, hope, I, mean, I mean, he might have done something. I'm just saying that when he retired and named him, yeah, named him coach, right. have all that. I mean, Boston was not – was not a friendly place for those type of people back then. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's, you're uh, right. You know, and, and all that, all that kind of a thing. I mean, that's just the way that, way that, way that it was, the way that it was in, in those days. So, I mean, but uh, it's it's interesting, and uh, you know, and all that kind of thing. But uh, you know, and then of course we lost Ben Scully, like you guys said. I mean, 67 years with one franchise, nobody's going to do that anymore. No, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> not, it's not going to happen again. So, but I mean, guys, I enjoy your show. Appreciate it. Thank you. You know, he brings a good point uh, that I didn't think about. I, I didn't think we'd be talking about this this long, but I'm glad to do it. My, my show prep right here uh, didn't have that indicated. <laughs> but but he, I think he's right. Larry Bird and, and uh, Magic Johnson right in through there is when NBA kind of caught fire again. Is that, does yeah, that sound fair. about right? Oh, yeah. I, I think that's very fair. And, you know, something else he said that remi- reminded me, I th- didn't Russell wasn't he a player coach yes, for I a think year so. or two? Mm-hmm, I think so. And then he retired from the league. I think that's right. Uh, as far as a player is concerned, um, and there was a lot of controversy. Well, how can you coach and play at the same time, or whatever? I, I and I think he proved that wrong by winning a championship, another one, you know, for the Celtics. Um, 
but they were certainly the pride of the league for for a long time uh, and there's still a lot of interest in in the Celtics and but those days are gone you know the the, the team to hate today if you're going to hate somebody is probably the Lakers um, people don't you know they, they're the, they're the but now they've kind of fallen on hard times so I don't know who the team is today I don't know who is your favorite baseball announcer my favorite baseball announcer mm-hmm. yeah you've, you've been with the Braves a long time listening I'm, I wonder if it is, is a Braves announcer Marty Brenneman for me being a Cincinnati Reds fan was iconic for sure uh, really enjoyed Marty I don't know that I that I I, I I will tell you one of my all-time favorite guys and that's Larry Munson mm-hmm. who was with WSM and also I think Channel ABC, I think, and he was in the booth in Atlanta the first or second year. Uh, did not get along with Milo Hamilton, um, and ended up at the University of Georgia doing their games, uh, football, um, back in the Herschel Walker days. Actually, I, I really enjoyed him. But th- th- there were a lot of really good announcers. I, I, I think of Bob Prince in Pittsburgh. You remember yeah, him? Yeah, he, yeah. He closed every game. We had him all the way. That's what he'd say. If, <laughs> if Pittsburgh won, we had them all the way. Um, I, I liked uh, uh, Jack Buck in, in St. Louis. I thought he was excellent. Uh, but but there have been a lot of a lot of good ones. But you know, the other night I noticed when we were talking about Scully, and they replayed uh, as it's been replayed a thousand times was Aaron's uh, classic home run, record-breaking yeah, home 7-15. run. Seven fifteen and. They they broadcast the replay of that, and they broadcast Scully making the call, even though he was not the Atlanta Brave announcer. It was Milo Hamilton, mm-hmm. who did a fine job, by the way, I, I, on, on that call. Uh, but he did a he did a really really good job of that, and he kind of he almost I don't know if he crossed a line or not. I, yeah, I doubt it, but I, I think this is appropriate. He said that. I, and I forget his adjective. He said it was an unusual or a great event or so, or something to that effect, that a black man in the Deep South is getting a standing ovation in Atlanta, Georgia. And I thought that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, and, and it was controversial at the time, yeah. for sure. Because that, yeah. that, that, as, as was mentioned, with Bill Russell, playing in Boston, Boston is, is known to, to, to have struggled with that issue as long or longer than anyone did. Yes. But uh, Bill Russell, uh, I guess they, they saw right through that. Evidently so. I I, I don't know. They uh, they were just really, really good. I, I, I met Sam Jones and was lucky enough to have a conversation with him at a national baseball card show. He was a sports memorabilia show. Oh, he was a real gentleman, really a nice, nice man. And, boy, he was a terrific player. I mean, they were just loaded with really good players. Uh, a lot of that was our back. He, he knew how to he knew how to, how, how to recruit. And well, I was going to say, that was back draft. before the day that uh, they had a, the draft, I think. I, know, I don't know when ba- basketball went to it, but baseball for years and years and years didn't have a draft. That's why the Yankees continued to be good all the time. They right. just, you go sign whoever you want to sign before they finally got it to the point to try to balance things out. Uh, it, it, which is which overall is good for the game not to have someone winning 11 straight years right well our back i don't i don't know that this had ever been done before i i, I don't have any idea but at, at that time uh in that general era when larry bird 
was was at Indiana State, and he he was a junior, and I don't know that anybody came out early. Maybe they did. I I don't really recall, but rather than draft him as a senior, which which you would normally would have mm-hmm. done, he drafted him a year early, when he couldn't even he couldn't play. You know, he was just, he it's was a, a junior. He, uh, he's good enough that I'll I'll just eat it yeah. for a year. Now, is that smart or what? It turned out to be great, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. My gracious! All right, yeah, Jeff, we've got some high school football to talk about. It we're we're less than what eleven days away, ten days away, I think, from the first. Well, we haven't kickoff. mentioned my wonderful sponsors or yours. Oh, well, and, and we haven't uh, taken a break at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a wonderful sponsor break. Okay. All right. Jeff brought you my fans, Heating and Air, and, and uh, Lee Collin Financial Services. Thank you for that reminder. And we'll get Chip Walters right now. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. If you want to get some barbecue, i tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422, and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. We're going to take a short segment right here so we can get to Chip Walters. Jeff, you're right. I, I, I got carried away with myself. No break at all. That, that's not good. Well, we've got a lot of great sponsors who don't care. <laughs> what are their names again? <laughs> well, I, I mentioned high school football. Yeah. Starts um, Thursday, uh, Thursday week, I guess it is. I, I know Oakland Henderson will play that night. I'm not sure who else plays on Thursday night, even though there will be a lot of games across the state that will be played Thursday. Because, it, first of all, it's been mandated by TWSAA that 10% of the schools play on Thursday night every every week because the, the high school, excuse me, the shortage of officials. Uh, 
But uh, 10 days away, Jeff, that's hard to imagine. The school started today. We had that conversation before at, before we got on the air. Uh, but uh, Oakland, two-time defending state champion until they're unseated, most people are going to pick them again. I think it's probably a pretty good pick. Uh, I, you know, I don't, don't know why it would not be. They're, they're coached by a lot of the same people, and they've got plenty of good players, so they're ready to go. Middle Tennessee Christian School got out of the gate last year and got into the semifinals of the tournament uh, for the first time. You know, their program has been kind of down most of the time, up a little bit down, but uh, they made some noise. And, and, of course, Riverdale had one of the best defenses in the state. Blackman had one of the best offenses in the state. Oakland had the whole package. By the way, Oakland has not lost a home game since 2014. And having lost a region game, Coach Creasy hasn't. Yeah. Uh, which pretty much makes you a region champion every year, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> if, you beat, if you beat everybody in the region every year, that pretty much does it. Well, it makes the competition pretty tough. But, uh, you know, Riverdale, I know, has got a couple, I think three pretty good transfers that have come in. As we know, Jeff, that happens a lot in Murfreesboro. It does. Where players either transfer from one school to another in Murfreesboro or some folks come in from the outside to, 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 to play. And uh, some of it is not motivated by football, but most of it is, I think. Well, certainly, if you, if you have a, a, a son who plays football and, and, it, and he, he is pretty good and you want him at a good place, then it would be up to you to choose where you, where you move to, I guess, if you're coming into Murfreesboro. But we have, we have jobs. We have a, lots of opportunity here. There's a, there, there are, although I get absolutely just been out of shape about the traffic. I, I, just, I really do. But, but that, that's just me. You know, I, I, there are a dozen good reasons to move to Rutherford County. There, there are, it's not just jobs. That's important, but there's a lot of good reasons to move here. And uh, I hope, I think, I know that the, the people you associate with in, in church and clubs and wherever you're going is a major reason. we got a lot of great people here. We really do. You're looking right at me, aren't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> let's go take a break one more time. And this time we will get Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. People are still staring at this small vehicle. A block in the right lane, 40 eastbound at Charlotte. Pike through West Nashville, pretty slow. 24 east, T-Dot's out there doing something with a stalled vehicle just past Harding Place. All that's doing is aggravating that traffic now on 24 east that's headed out towards Murfreesboro. It's moving out through there right now. Fairly decent. Just watch your speed on 24 through Rutherford County in general. Hey, Ripley's is hiring at all 10 attractions, offering great pay and perks. Apply online at ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The Wake Up (laughs) Brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615- 
893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another Monday with storms popping through the area all afternoon. Well, one of the big days leading up to football season is Fan Day, and the Blue Raiders have Fan Day coming back better than ever in 2022. The Blue Raider football team welcomes fans from across the mid-state to Floyd Stadium on Sunday, August 21st. The free and open to the public event runs from 3 to 5 p.m. with plenty of activities to get the whole family involved, including inflatables, giveaways, free concessions that includes hot dogs, chips, and drinks. Also, you'll have an autograph session with the 2022 football team. Live music from the band Everyday People will entertain as fans get a chance to mingle in the crowd, and many of MT Athletics' corporate sponsors will be on hand to pass out promotional materials to all. The ticket office will have football season tickets on sale for all the exciting action coming up at Floyd Stadium this fall. Season ticket holders who renewed their tickets prior to May 31st will be able to pick up their exclusive blackout T-shirt for the game against UTSA on September 30th, which, by the way, that will be Kevin Byard night. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. The Blue Raider Athletic Association will also be there to answer questions fans may have about becoming a member and will have exclusive giveaways for any current members in attendance. Blue Raider Athletics will also have Blue Knighted yard signs, that nice hashtag that's going around everywhere. They'll be available for pickup and encourages all MT fans to show their Blue Raider pride by putting a sign in their yard. Again, that's Sunday, August 21st, Fan Day at Floyd Stadium. Well, the college football season nearly here in the Pro Football Network 
preseason All-Americans are as well. Debuting a season ago, the PFN All-American team showcases just how stacked the 2022 college football season should be with talent. The college football and NFL draft analysts at PFN all got together to narrow down the list of thousands of athletes to three teams on offense, three on defense, and deserving honorable mentions. Middle Tennessee's Jalen Lane was honored as one of the elite athletes on the list. Lane made the second team as a punt returner. Lane has already enjoyed a big summer by being selected as a preseason 2022 first team All-American by Phil Steele, a preseason All-American by Athlon Sports, along with being on the Conference USA watch list and the Paul Horning Award watch list. So congratulations, another nice honor for Jalen Lane. Well, we mentioned Kevin Byard a moment ago and that the UTSA game on September 30th will be Kevin Byard night. The Blue Raiders did sneak up on Kevin at practice last week with the Tennessee Titans and announced that his number 20 jersey will be retired during a ceremony during the UTSA game. President Sidney McPhee, Director of Athletics Chris Massaro, and Head Coach Rick Stockstill were all on hand to help make that announcement. Uh, Bayard joins Teddy Morris as the only other Blue Raider football player to have his number retired. You can also add others to the list, including uh, George Sorrell in basketball, Kim Webb in women's basketball, and in baseball, Danny Moore, uh, who recently passed away, and Coach Steve Peterson. All right, uh, Blue Raider Athletics has a variety of incentives to connect with teachers and students around the mid-state area throughout the 22-23 year. You can see all of that as the Blue Raiders will be, uh, have the Lightning mascot will be at all 40 elementary schools in the county during uh, the month of August. And also the Blue Raiders will be celebrating, celebrating teachers throughout the 2023 or 2022 football season. That's it for a Monday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett with you today. Jeff Jordan as well. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services. Edward Jones, is that better, Jeff? Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. By, by the way, uh, uh, we, we, we talked about uh, uh, Scully and Russell. We, we're not going to mention Olivia Newton-John. She passed away yesterday or today. 
Greece. Yeah, yeah, among many other things. Among many other things. Well, Very she's, sad. She's, but she's not a sports figure, Jeff. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> if you say so. I mean, this, this isn't TMZ. <laughs> they interviewed her not too long ago, within the last year, and went to Australia to do it, where she now lives. And, um, man, she looked great. And she was 72 at the time. And she was terrific. And she was terrific in Greece, wasn't she? She, she was. was really good. She was. Yeah, I liked her. She's okay. High school football. I yeah, didn't high get, school football. Didn't get your thoughts much on it other than we rushed through it pretty quick. So let's take a little more, more time and, and break down where we are here in, uh, in Rutherford County as far as football is concerned. Uh, as we mentioned, it starts a week from Thursday night. And I say be aware of everybody that there will be many more Thursday night games than there have been before. They, some by – edict of the TWSAA and some other reasons that come along with uh, just your your thoughts about the football season well first of all we need to remember something here that uh, that I'll bring up and that is that uh, COVID and the economy and inflation and perhaps some other things have put some pretty serious financial problems on our football teams who have to make almost all their own money mm-hmm. to support their program. Uh, the county doesn't throw in thousands of dollars into anything. They pay for the salaries and the facilities, and that's it. Uh, so Thursday night games generally uh, bring maybe 10 to 15% fewer fans will go to a Thursday night game. They'll go Friday night. So I would encourage people to get on out there and see somebody play on, on Thursday night. Um, but you're right. We're going to have a full schedule. Begins so what, what, a week from this Thursday. Is that right? A week from Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I still think um, I have no reason that I can think of, really, not to pick Oakland to win it again. We, we've done it just about every year, and they, and they won it. Um, Riverdale's had – uh, two outstanding years in a row, um, but Oakland's been a bit better. Um, um, I, I think Blackman will be better. I think I think Blackman and Siegel and and Rockvale also may be better. So uh, we've got a, a very uh, competitive season coming up. Should be for sure. Uh, Oakland, Jeff, has to have taken a, a, some some backward step. Last year they just were loaded with the kids that were going. 1A programs and, and the backup and so forth. I'm not suggesting that they're not good enough to win 15 games again. But I, I, I got to think that if you're Riverdale or Blackman, you're looking say, at least they're a little bit more human looking this year than they have in... Yeah, perhaps so. Yeah, it's... I, I'm, I'm, we're in a situation now with so much is secret um, and it's been so hot and I'm sure they're practicing inside sometimes. Maybe we're not as informed as we usually are but uh, and now whether Oakland will win 15 games or not I mean that's a that's a lot to say isn't it they've done it two straight years yeah I know it yeah and they may they may do it again I know. time will tell of course we got the good old folks down at Eagleville that are out there in the outer portion of the the, the uh, county uh, plugging right along Floyd Walker and and, and company uh, have a very proud football program there yes they do and they and they've done very well and they'll do very well this year um, they have by the way um, 
and on their schedule just about every year they've got a lot of very competitive teams that they play uh year in and year out i mean moore county and cascade and unionville and collinwood and wayne county and i mean it just goes on and on and chapel hill of course is their number one rival but they've got a rival that just about every time they tee it up and kick it off Better mention Stewart's Creek, Smyrna, and Laverne that play in uh, the region that heads toward the Nashville area. Uh, Smyrna, I think, kind of sometimes gets overlooked as far as their position is in state championships in Rutherford County. There's 12 football championships, and they're one of those 12. Uh, two of those 12, I should say. Two of those 12, and they were there a third time. Uh, I, uh, um, I, I don't know. It seemed like to me that Smyrna is uh, – returned a lot of people particularly on offense which makes them dangerous um but I, I expect that league and the nashville league to be um dangerous again and if we could just somehow manage to avoid cane uh, whatever they are cane ridge yeah them we could <laughs> we could get away from them you know we could win that thing too one thing that i got some of this from the newspaper today that uh painful to you and i both being uh, workers at Laverne High School, Smyrna has won every game in that series but one. Right, makes no sense. I think forty and forty-two and one, I believe it is. I don't, I don't know how many it's it all, is. Uh, it wouldn't be that many. Um, they've, they've, they just opened up in '88, so they would have played uh, thirty-four times, I guess. I don't know if they ever played in the postseason or anything. So, um. But you, you're right. Uh, Laverne has won one time and won that one time very easily. It was, I think, it was like twenty-eight to nothing or something. It, it was, it was. But all the other times, Smyrna figured out a way to win it. Sometimes and, on the and, last play and, of the game. And Laverne, even though they have not had great football tradition at all, Jeff, there have been many years that they were good enough to win that game and just never were able to get it done. And la, you know, last year they had a pretty good year. Right. I don't know if they. Don't you think there is something? To going into a, a, a rivalry game like that or a major game, something to be said for players and coaches too, but particularly players, thinking that they can win, that they can compete, mm-hmm. rather than listening to all the outside people that tell you, well, they never win, you know, they're not going to win. And I think that sometimes gets them down, uh, and then they don't win, sure enough. But I don't know if that's. It's hard to say. It's, it's, yeah. The psychology of coaching is a very complex animal right yeah right and it's a very important part of the game As a matter of fact more far more so than most people ha- that haven't coached to understand how complex it really can be and how important it can be but uh yeah being able to and that's what it's what every coach is trying to instill in their players win your position win your battle and we'll win as a team we used to hear a, a, a lot of times at, at at riverdale that uh well you know, who are you playing this week? Well, we're going to Lebanon this week. Well, we, you know, good luck. But you, we seldom win at Lebanon. It just doesn't. It just doesn't happen most of the time for us. And and sure enough, that came true. <laughs> but one year we went over there, uh, and uh, um, Buddy Pate was was the Riverdale coach. And I remember I went in the locker room after the game. And we 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 won the game. We're talking basketball right now. Basketball, girls basketball. We won the game. And Buddy had the girls, they were sitting around, and Buddy said, well, girls, he said, I'm going to get out of here. He said, but I want you all to know, he said, we have arrived at a basketball program. And he turned around and walked out. And he was right. 
We had a ride. But he's a prophetic guy. <laughs> well, he was certainly right about that. <laughs> and that, 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 that will nail down for sure. Uh, and when you mentioned uh, the struggles that some schools are having financially, uh, let's don't forget the middle schools, Jeff. They've got the same expenses that the high schools got with far less money to work with. Now, they don't travel as far, and they don't have that, that kind of expense involved. But those helmets and shoulder pads still cost a fair amount of money. I think I was reading the other day on the Riverdale website, the high school website, that they had 19 sports that they had to support somehow, some way. Well, the middle schools and other schools don't necessarily have 19, but they've all got 12, 14, don't they? They've got a bunch. And uh, and somebody's got to pay for it. Um, Tennis rarely pays its way. Right, right. I, I don't know how they do it. I, I don't know who does it. Um, but, you know, you've got... You do have to pay. Well, you just take volleyball, for instance. A great sport. As a matter of fact, both of us coach volleyball. Sure, sure. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed my my three years doing that. But uh, they, you've got to pay an, uh, an official, maybe two, right? And there and there are other expenses that has to have to be picked up. Well, there's not anybody there much. A few parents and grandparents will come by, you know, and drop a few dollars in the kitty, and that's about it. That's about it. So uh, who pays for that? Well, I, I think we can answer that. In many cases, we'll say, well, football pays for that. The money comes out of the general fund, which was supplied by football. We don't really know, although it's all public, we don't we don't know exactly where that money comes from. But it's you've got to have fan support. You must have it. We were, we were, the dentists in town were fans of us because we sold a lot of candy <laughs> to, 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 to yeah. support that kind of thing. Uh, the Reese Cups were just all over Laverne High School. <laughs> well, and, you, and you're right, uh, gosh almighty, my wife and I were talking about that the other night about raising money uh, for, for Las Casas basketball. And, and what we were trying to do was get enough money to uh, afford a bus. You know, to take us sure. back and forth. And the bus drivers, and God bless them, everyone, were doing it cut rate anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, I, I, but gosh, we, we had uh, uh, preseason scrimmage games and uh, a Saturday, you know, where we invited teams in and we had big concession stand and, and we sold. Uh, I agree with you, by the way, what you just said about the candy. I, I think we may have led the world in M&M sales. I, I'm not <laughs> sure, but. We sold a bunch of them, <laughs> but all that money, just just to support our girls and boys basketball team, because the boys helped too. I think back, and just my mind's going to bus drivers. You mentioned that Sarah Brew uh, drove the bus for us over and over and over. Her son played football there at, at Roy Waldron uh, at the time, and then uh, Sergeant Gill, Harry Gill's dad, right, uh, drove the bus for high school and so forth and he always harry was sergeant gill i should say was from ohio i believe right and he, he was fond fond of saying he was the best outside shooter in the state of ohio really but it was a shame they played the games indoors <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break on that we'll be right back 
The ducks are coming back to the Borough Beach. The Great Duck Chase will be held Saturday, September 17th at 10 a.m. The Great Chase passionately helps local families whose children are battling life-limiting illnesses. Adopt a duck and help a child. It's a fun-filled family event. Visit thegreatchase.org to adopt your ducks today. Welcome to Country Living in Gladeville and staying close to everything. Located on Stewart's Ferry Pike, this custom-built home sits on nine-plus acres and features an open floor plan with two dining areas and a large kitchen. The master suite is spacious with room for a home office, large closets and a bathroom setup with his and her vanities and a shower that never runs out of hot water because of the whole house tankless water heater. All three bedrooms in this home are on the main floor. The bonus room has bonus space for a second home office. In addition to a two-car attached garage, there's a new two-car detached garage and the home is serviced by high-speed internet and a whole house water softener. You need to see this home in person. Set up a showing through your realtor or call me, Choose Chip at 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. People still staring at this small vehicle. A block in the right lane, 40 eastbound at Charlotte. Pike through West Nashville, pretty slow. 24 east, T-Dot's out there doing something with a stalled vehicle just past Harding Place. All that's doing is aggravating that traffic now on 24 east that's headed out towards Murfreesboro. It's moving out through there right now. Fairly decent. Just watch your speed on 24 through Rutherford County in general. Hey, Ripley's is hiring at all 10 attractions, offering great pay and perks. Apply online at Ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Sir Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I want to mention our sponsor, First Bank, based here in the state of Tennessee. There's offices all across the state, certainly in Murfreesboro. I got my smile today, Jeff, when they, I put in my large amount of money. They, they, they're delighted now they're liquid again, and they can just go forth and, and do business. But First Bank, good good folks. Were they able to handle the amount? I mean, I know it was. Oh, I was putting in. Oh, okay. Well, they, they were glad to see you coming in. Oh, yeah. Delighted. They, I think the smoke signals went up outside. Let's talk <laughs> baseball. How about your Braves? Oh, God. <laughs> they, they had a tough, oh, t- tough time in New York, didn't they? I watched them this weekend, I tell you what. And not much went right. It, it, was, it, was, it was pretty sad. It really was. They were outplayed, out, outmanaged. They were, it, everything went wrong. I, and New York is also, also the Mets, at home at least. Very, very lucky this weekend as well, along with all the talent and everything that they have. They're, they're pretty good. They're, they're going to be around the whole year. And uh, we, we got within a half a game of them, and now I think it's five and a half. I had an extra day, I think, two weeks ago, and Dick Palmer was on with me, and he's a big Braves fan, and, and someone called and asked about how the Braves were going to when – when they finally take over first place. Oh, yeah, the series with the Mets, they'll come in there and they'll take care of business right there, and they'll be in first place. They, they, didn't happen, did it? Nope. They uh, lost the first one, won the second one, and then lost three in a row. Uh, and really, really weren't in them, really. Not really. 
Um, but that's not the end of the year. No, I mean, no. Uh, there's, there's, no there's, they, there's better things on there. Hey, things could be a lot worse. They got Boston and the Marlins, and and those are two series that they should win. They they may not sweep, but they should win. And then the Mets go back. The, the Mets go to Atlanta. So we'll see what happens when they get down there. I don't I don't know if you know it's it's 162 games for a reason. You know, it's not 158 or 151. It's 162. And, and as, as important those 162 games are, most of us know now in the playoff era, you can win all the games you want to in the regular season, but if you don't get something done in the playoffs, especially defending champions as the Braves are, came out of nowhere last year to do that, right? Right. Can they do it again, Jeff? Yes, they can. I'll say that yes, they can. Will they do it again? No. I don't. I don't see it happening. For them, but I sure, I sure hope it does. Now, remember they've lost some power in left field with Duvall getting hurt, and um, they, they lost. It looks like they may lose their starting second baseman in uh, Albies. It looks like they may lose him for the year. Uh, he's already been out a month. He's supposed to be back in a month. He may not make it, and he he is a really good player. Um, so we're, we're hurting there. Um, and I got a little irritated yesterday, and I, I, I'm irritated today. So I'll, <laughs> I'll bring it up. Acuna is hurt again. I mean, he gets hurt every 15 minutes. But this time, they put it on the TV network that he was, I think, I don't know if they said suffering or not, but they, whatever they said. Alluded to that. Uh, yeah. Lower body soreness. He's got lower body soreness, Tim. I, what can I tell you? I mean, he's just our leader. There's got to be a pill for that. There must be something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not giving him enough enough credit. I guess he sure he sure wants the credit. And he had four hits, you know, just like three games ago. And then he had a couple of hits, and he didn't get any. And then he had this severe case of lower body soreness. So I don't know what he did, but. Did something. Well, I feel bad for him. I do too. But he's he was off yesterday, although he was at the game, and he's off today because they don't play today. So they said he'd be back for Tuesday's well, game I, at Boston. I think lower body soreness you, you get over in three days, don't you think so? Well, I, th- <laughs> I yes, I've had that since I was twenty-two. I mean, I'm sick. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but if that guy just get in the lineup and pay attention to what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, he could be a great player. He he could be. Well, it, the bell's going to ring at 6 o'clock, so we better get off. Okay. So, appreciate you being here. Monty Hill will be in tomorrow for more All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.